Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. I'm Allison Marshall, and I am really excited to talk about today's episode because really, who doesn't want to experience more fulfillment in their life? That's really the whole basis of my business and what I am so passionate about is, and this is going to sound so cheesy and corny and cliche, but really my deepest passion is to help people intentionally create a life that they are absolutely in love with. And I don't know about you, but when I think about living in living, when I think about living a life that I am in love with, one of the most important things that is in alignment with that is feeling fulfilled. That feeling of fulfillment, you know, where you ever have those days where you just get to the end of the day and you're, you know, getting into your bed and you're laying down and you just have that feeling of like, oh man, today was a great day. Like today, I just, my cup is full. I feel so fulfilled, right? Like those are the best days. And I want to be intentional about not having those days be the occasional fluke. I want to be intentional about creating fulfillment as often as I can in every aspect of my life. I think that one of the biggest things talking about manifestation and creating your dream life is bridging the gap by turning your current life into your dream life. Manifesting your dream life is all about living and embodying that dream life right now. A big theme throughout my own life, and I know I've talked about it before, has been that for so many years, years and years and years and years, I always had this mindset of one day when blank happens, then I'll be successful feeling. One day when blank happens, then I'll feel happy. One day when blank happens, then I'll whatever. And this is a something that's shown up throughout my life in situation after situation. And I think that it's one of the reasons why now I'm so passionate about it and helping others with it it's be, is because it is something that I myself struggled with for so long, that it is a big lesson that I had to learn. I think a lot of times um, the thing that we struggle with the most in our life or things that we struggle with the most are also the things that we are to help other people with, right? We go through these big lessons and struggles and then we are able to help other people who may be struggling with the same thing. So I know for me, especially when I started learning about manifestation specifically, like we're always manifesting 24-7 and you know, I've always been manifesting my whole life. I just didn't hear the word manifestation, but I've always been really intentional about like, what do I want? What goals do I have? Where do I want to go? So I've always been very intentional about that. I just didn't realize that it was called manifesting specifically. And then of course, over the last few years, manifestation as a as a whole and as a term has kind of become like a, a buzzword. It's it's really popular now. People are always talking about manifestation, which I love. I, I want to talk about it more. Um, 
But my point is, is that when I started to learn specifically about manifestation and I started learning about the science behind it and how it works and how we can intentionally manifest and things like universal laws, this was back in, uh, I think it was 2017 that I really started diving into all of this. And something that I really struggled with was I was following several people in the manifestation space who were quote unquote manifestation experts, teachers, coaches, whatever label you want to give them. And a lot of them had these very lavish lifestyles. You know, they were multi-million dollar businesses living in penthouses or mansions, carrying around these designer bags, going on these luxury vacations all the time. And of course, you know, keeping in mind that people tend to post their highlight reels on social media. So I was following these uh, leaders who, who I learned so much from, but at the same time, the images that I was seeing and the sort of, uh, I kind of just had this assumption of like, okay, I saw their life, I saw what it looked like, and I felt like I was still living that pattern of, one day when X, so like when I started learning about manifestation, following these people, internally, I was thinking to myself, okay, one day when I have a life that looks like theirs, then everything's going to be great. And if you know anything about manifestation, that's actually backwards. Manifestation works by embodying the version of yourself who already has what you want internally, and then that is what changes the external and so, and then also I remember there were times in my life where I would see my sister. And so I would have like these, as I mentioned earlier, I've always been really clear on like my goals and what I want my life to look like. And I've had these big visions for myself and that is all great and everything. But I remember, you know, years ago, I would consistently see my sister and I would see her doing things in her everyday life that were small little things that she always just seemed so fulfilled and so happy with where she was. And it was a very contrasting picture to how I was showing up. I was showing up in that, okay, I'm going to hustle, 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 and I'm moving towards my goals, and I know what I want, and I'm creating my dream life. And it was more definitely a situation where I was not focused on the journey. I was focused on the destination to the point where I was not enjoying the journey. And I would see my sister, and I'm thinking, wow, like, <laughs> this is going to sound so judgy, but this is just how my ego <laughs> was showing up. It was basically being like, wow, you know, she's not making millions of dollars. She's not super rich. She's not having all these, you know, big, flashy accolades and achievements. And yet, how is she so happy? And I, <laughs> and, and I wanted that secretly. And I wanted to be like, you know, I just want to enjoy where I am right now. I want to just love my life right now instead of feeling like I'm always living for some future time. And so anyway, this has been a really long-winded way of saying that living for the future and waiting to feel fulfilled, waiting to feel happy, waiting to feel XYZ until some external thing has happened has been sort of a reoccurring theme and lesson that has showed up in my life that I finally learned over the last few years and is now why I'm extra passionate about it. So 
So yeah, today's episode, I want to talk about six small changes for a more fulfilling life. We're talking practical steps that you can take daily because again, the way to bridge the gap between your current life and whatever picture you have of what your dream life looks like, if you have one, the fastest way to bridge that gap is to start living your dream life right now, is to start enjoying the journey, is to start feeling fulfillment now. And life is now. It's happening now. There is no future. It is all the present moment. So let's make it as incredible as possible. So the first thing, and this is kind of a must because everything is going to kind of build off of this, but the first thing to do for a more fulfilling life is you have got to get clear on your values. So get clear on your top three to five values and make sure that they are things that you actually want. You know, I think too many times we go through life and the reason why we're unfulfilled is because our life is not in alignment with our values. Maybe that's because we haven't really taken the time to get clear on what we actually do value. Maybe sometimes it's because we think we value something when in actuality we don't. But uh, a, a fulfilling life really starts with not just knowing what your values actually are, but living a life that is in alignment with that. So ask yourself, what are my top three to five values? So for me, some of my top values are connection, fun and play, simplicity, nature, and a sense of adventure. And I had to really think about this because for a while I was going after, I thought I was going after things that I thought I valued, but that I didn't actually value. So like I thought I wanted certain things because I saw influencers or other people on social media having these certain things, doing these certain things, and they made it look really awesome. And, and those were things that were probably their values, but I kind of took them on as my own without really even thinking about it. And then, you know, after a while I was suddenly kind of had a realization of like, why am I going after this thing? It's not even something that I really care about. So get clear on what your values are. And if you're not sure what you actually want, like if you have some things that you list off as values, then to make sure that it's something you actually value, ask yourself, why do you value it? Why is this a value to you? Because when you get clear on why, it's going to become very apparent whether it is a value that you think you quote unquote should have, or if it's something that you actually value. So number one, get clear on your top three to five values. The second small change to make for a more fulfilling life is ask yourself, what specific ways can I align my life to be more in line with my values? And then write down at least one to three ways that you can do that and implement those changes immediately. So after you do number one and you write down, you know, three to five of your top values, Take stock of how you tend to spend the majority of your time each week and see how much of it is actually aligned with your values. So like, for example, if you value connection and then you take stock of how you're spending your time each week 
and you see that you're really not spending much time cultivating a meaningful connection with someone, maybe you realize that you're spending a lot of your time scrolling on social media and commenting on people's you know, posts. And while that can be fun, that's not exactly deep connection. You know, in today's age of social media, it's like we're technically more connected because we have this connection to the outside world. We can talk with other people from anywhere in the world, and that's really cool. But at the same time, it's like we're more disconnected than ever. So maybe you're looking over your week and realizing like, wow, like I'm spending a lot of time on social media. I'm you know scrolling, I'm commenting on people's posts, but I'm not actually really connecting. So how could you infuse more connection in your week, right? Like maybe you could decide to call your friend every week. If you have a best friend or a good friend, maybe you could set up a time once a week where you two get together and chat, where you can do a FaceTime. Or if you live in the same area and it's convenient, you could meet for coffee or lunch once a week. Maybe it is as simple as carving out 20 minutes of screen-free time in the evening to spend with your partner actually connecting or maybe taking a morning walk together before you go off to work. So finding ways to align your life right now with your top values. So, you know, let's say two of your values are connection and nature because those are two of mine. So What could you start doing right now to start living more in alignment with those values? You know, making that call to a friend, setting up a time to actually connect with your partner or your friend or a family member. Maybe it involves walking outside for 15 minutes every day so that you're actually getting outside. So like for me, with my top values being connection, fun and play, simplicity, nature, adventure. Some ways that I do that every single week are I go for walks outside nearly every day because I know that I'm going to feel so good when I'm outside. I love being in nature. This means I have intentionally made room to go camping more during the months where it's actually good camping weather. I schedule that time out in advance This means making time to spend with my partner on the weekends, making sure that no matter how crazy the work week might get, we have time set aside on the weekend to spend time together. This looks like me making time every week to go play disc golf because that is me getting out in nature and it's also fun and play for me. This means I have a weekly game night on my Switch with my friends and my sister. We meet online via Zoom and we have a game that we're all playing together. It's so much fun. It means that I intentionally say no to things if it's not a hell yes. So because one of my values is simplicity, I realized that when I kind of did this step that we're going through and I took stock of how am I spending my time and what aspects of my life are or aren't in alignment with these values, I realized that I had a tendency to say yes to a lot of things, even when I didn't really want to do them. So like if someone asked me if I wanted to do something, whatever it was, if I didn't really feel like it, I'm like, "Eh," you know, I'm like deep down, I'm like, I kind of really actually just like to do nothing that evening. (laughs) I would say yes, because I would feel obligated, like I should, I would feel bad. I had all these reasons why I should just say yes. 
And when deep down, I actually just wanted to say no. So for me, living in alignment with simplicity, one way that I do that is I don't say yes to things unless it is a hell yes, unless I actually want to do it. I'm not going to overcommit myself or even just schedule things into my calendar if I don't actually really want to do them. So ask yourself, what specific ways can you align your life to be more in alignment with your values? And then just write down one to three ways that you can start doing that ASAP. I'm talking this week. They don't have to be big, giant, grand gestures. As I said, it could be as simple as going for a walk in the morning to get outside more or just standing outside more. I love to stand outside in the grass with no shoes on if one of your if one of your values is nature. That could just mean, you know, going outside for 5 minutes in the morning before you start your day, standing in the grass, listening to the birds chirp, literally just enjoying being out there and just grounding yourself and oh, taking in the fresh air. It could be something as simple as that. So then the third way that you can create a more fulfilling life is to, and this is going to be a little more mindset, <laughs> but it's to spend more time in and accept the present moment just the way that it is. So I don't know who orig originally said this quote, but there's a popular quote that is something along the lines of, the secret to happiness is learning to be in the present moment. And oh man, do I resonate with that. I just explained in the whole first few minutes of this podcast episode how for so many years of my life, I really struggled with uh, being in the present because I was so focused on the future. I was so focused on my future goals, my future vision, and I want to be there now. And it was creating so much feeling of, anxiety and unfulfillment. For me, when I look at the times where I'm feeling the most unfulfilled, it is because I'm wishing I was somewhere else and I'm not enjoying or accepting the present moment. You know, I was the queen of thinking things like one day when I make X amount of money, then I'll finally be happy because I could do X, Y, Z. One day when I finally have my dream house, then I can finally do X, Y, Z. And I was resisting the present moment. And in turn, that just made me feel a hundred times worse. And so... This is a very simple change that you can make starting today is when you find yourself feeling anxious or discontent, ask yourself, what am I focusing on? Am I focusing on the future and wishing I was somewhere else? Things like anxiety happen when we are focused on either a past scenario that we didn't like or a future scenario that we don't want. And I used to struggle with chronic anxiety 24-7 for these reasons. But you can melt that resistance and that struggle and that anxiety by just taking a few deep breaths and just accepting where you are, not labeling it as good or bad, not labeling it as, oh, I should be farther along, I should be somewhere else. Choosing to believe that everything is working out for you in the best timing possible. And then just allowing yourself to be in that moment. 
When you do that, all of that resistance and that anxiety that you're having is going, when you are truly anchoring into the present moment, you say, you know what, yo, this is happening right now. Here's where I am. I accept this. And <sighs> I'm just going to be here for a moment. You're going to find all of that stuff that maybe you were anxious about or feeling unfulfilled about. It's going to start melting away. When you can just focus on your breath, your body, the sounds, whatever, you're going to start finding more peace in the present moment. And so it's a very, very simple <laughs> shift that you can make. But for me, it has been absolutely life-changing is anytime I find myself freaking out, if I'm feeling anxious, if I'm feeling unfulfilled, I ask myself, where am I focusing right now? Am I focusing on the future? Am I focusing on, I don't want to be here right now. I want to be somewhere else. Of course, that's going to make me feel like crap. How can I just take a few deep breaths and just <sighs> accept where I am right now? And I do want to make a little side note that you know, if there's, for example, a situation that you don't like and you want to change, I don't mean accepting it in a way that is like, I'm going to become complacent and I'm just going to accept this is how it is and that and I'm not going to change anything. Like, that's not what I mean. Uh, you can accept the present moment and what the situation is right now, whether you like it or not. You can accept it without complacency. You can, you can accept it and say, yes, this is where I am and also... I am intentionally creating my life to be better. I Things are changing every single minute. The only constant in nature is change. And so you can accept and also hold those feelings of excitement and anticipation for all of the incredible ways that your life is going to continue to improve and also be okay where you are right now. So number Three, spend more time in and accept the present moment just the way that it is. And then the fourth thing that you can do, and this is one that I, well, I love all of these things, but the fourth thing is write down at least two to three little ways to bring your dream life scenario into your current life scenario. So instead of thinking, you know, that things are all going to magically shift for you someday and that you have to wait to experience all of the things that you want, as I've said already, the key to bridging the gap between your current reality and your dream life reality is finding little ways to embody that dream life right freaking now. So what does that dream life for you look like? You know, take a little bit of time to sit down and think, well, okay, in a perfect, you know, quote unquote, perfect world, if I could have a genie and a lamp and just or wave my magic wand and really have anything, what would my ultimate dream life look like? You know, really have fun with it. How am I spending my time? How am I dressing? How am I carrying myself? How am I eating? What type of activities am I doing or what type of activities am I not doing? And then what are some little ways that I can start doing those things right now? So for example, my ultimate dream vision involves living in a, I want to say semi-tiny home. 
Um, I love tiny homes. I don't want it to be like one of those 300 square foot tiny homes. I'm thinking a semi tiny home, <laughs> you know, maybe 800, 900 square feet, something like that, whatever. My ultimate dream vision though involves living in a small, beautiful little home out in the middle of a large plot of land that I own. We're talking at least 60 acres. And I envision myself waking up in the morning close to when the sun rises, but I wake up naturally and I get up and the first things that I do are I go outside, I enjoy some coffee as I'm listening to the birds chirp. I might do some yoga outside on my patio. I want it to be a very like indoor, outdoor living situation. I want the tiny, semi-tiny house. And then I want to have these large doors that just open up into a beautiful indoor, outdoor kind of seating situation and patio. So I see myself going out there every morning with my coffee. I'm doing some yoga. I'm reading a really good book. And that is how I start my day. Well, I don't have that large plot of land yet. I don't have that semi-tiny house yet. But do I have to wait to start kind of embodying that right now? No. So right now, where I live at this time, I make it a point to go outside in the morning and I read for 15, 20 minutes and I bring my coffee and I, I'm in my robe and I'm just listening to the birds chirping and it is so satisfying and so fulfilling. I absolutely love it. Or I just ordered an outdoor yoga mat type thing so that I can go in the morning on our back porch area, patio, and do yoga in the morning. So while I don't have the you know house that I'm envisioning, the land that I'm envisioning, I can still do little things every single day to start embodying that vision right now. Or for example, in my ultimate dream life, I am dressed in cute yet comfortable clothes. And so one thing that I've actually done recently is I had found myself kind of, and you could probably relate to this, especially if you work from home, but I found myself in a major rut of just basically wearing my pajamas all day. Like I don't have actual pajamas. For me, pajamas are sweatpants or leggings and like a tee. And so technically those could be clothes or pajamas. You get what I'm saying. But I had basically fallen to this rut of wearing what was essentially pajamas every single day. And in my head, in my dream life scenario, I'm wearing cute, comfortable clothes that are not pajamas every single day. Now, every now and then, sure, I might want to wear my pajama-like clothing during the day, and that's great. But for the majority of the time, I pictured myself taking a little bit of time and effort to get ready in the morning because I know deep down that when I do that, I feel better. I feel more confident. I feel more, dare I say, high vibe. And so when I caught myself in this rut about a week ago of like, I was rolling out of bed in the morning, I was not taking any time to get ready, I was not doing really anything, I was rolling out of bed, grabbing my coffee, and kind of diving into my day, I noticed there was just sort of a tangible feeling of bleh, 
Like when you do that for, at least for me, speaking for myself here, but when I do that long enough, I started to feel kind of frumpy and um, lazy and just kind of this feeling of like, I wasn't really motivated to work because I just was in my pajamas and I just wanted to lay on the couch all day. So I noticed that sort of, you know, gap between what I was doing right then and what I saw myself doing in the future of me seeing my, I'm seeing myself in the future dressed all cute and I have taken some time to get ready and I feel put together. And I'm like, why am I not doing that for myself right now? So one small change that I made that has made a huge difference is I've started to actually get dressed in the morning in clothes that are not just my pajamas. And I start wearing the clothes I have started wearing my nice clothes, the clothes that I would always be like, eh, well, I don't really have a reason to wear that. So I'll just put on, you know, my sweatpants. I started wearing them right now. And for me, I actually have been picking my outfit out the night before because I know myself and I know that in the morning I have no motivation to pick out clothing. I get overwhelmed very quickly with things like <laughs> getting dressed. Um, I just don't have the energy to like pick out something to wear. So I have started just picking out an outfit that makes, I know makes me feel good. I have it set out the night before and in the morning I put it on and you know what? I take just five minutes to do a little something with my hair. Maybe that's just putting it in a ponytail and putting on a really cute little headband take a little extra time on my skincare. Maybe I'll put on a little makeup, but I do things that make me feel put together. I'm not saying that you have to wear makeup in order to feel good. I think that that has been something in, you know, programmed into us women primarily of like, oh, you need to wear makeup in order to be pretty and you need to wear makeup in order to, you know, whatever. That's not something that I am saying you have to do in order to feel good about yourself. I think it's important to love yourself without makeup and be and feel beautiful and not feel obligated to put it on. The point I'm making is that when I personally take a little bit of time to either do my hair and or a little bit of makeup if I want, I just feel good. I feel more confident. And so those are things that I'm doing right now to start in living as the version of myself that I see myself as in that future dream vision. Or another example is in my dream life scenario, I am regularly hosting dinner parties, I am creating nice meals, I'm eating out at really nice places, I'm doing all of this stuff regularly. And so I kind of look at, well, what am I doing to embody that right now? So I've started planning more times to have people over and also one little simple thing that I have done that I actually love and it's such an easy change is because I see myself, you know, I want to have all these incredible dining experiences and whether it is hosting a dinner party or going out to a nice restaurant, a little change that I made to start feeling that sort of essence of those things on a daily basis is I have these really cute wine glasses that I never used. They just sat in my cupboard because I rarely drink. I pretty much never drink at home. If I do have an alcoholic beverage, it's usually out at a restaurant with somebody. So my really beautiful wine glasses were just sitting collecting dust. Well, I have started using wine glasses just for like my everyday 
uh, drinks, whether it's water or kombucha. Oh my gosh, I've been on a crazy kombucha kick lately. Can't get enough of it. I'll drink it from a wine glass. And it just gives me that feeling of just like, ah, oh, it feels a little, I never like the word bougie, but it does. It gives me this sort of just bougie feeling of like, I feel good. You know, I am having this fancy ass wine glass and I'm drinking out of it. It feels so luxurious and it's just really fun. So those are some ways that I have kind of transformed my current life into embodying this dream vision for myself. So number four is write down at least two to three little ways that you can bring your dream life scenario into your current life scenario. The fifth thing that you can do to start living a more fulfilling life is to mix it up by trying something new or doing something different each and every week. So I'm a person who gets really, you know, <laughs> I get into routines and I think a lot of us are sort of built this way. It's just a matter of how we work. Our body is ultimately trying to conserve our time, conserve our energy. And so we can get into habits, we get into routines and look, I love me a good routine, but what I have also realized is I get such a feeling of aliveness and excitement by doing something new or mixing it up. I can definitely get in a rut of like doing the same things over and over, living life on autopilot, the same dang things. And so I personally have made it a point to just try mixing it up a little by doing something new every week or doing something different each week. And it does not have to be a big thing. I'm talking little things like something I've been doing is trying a new coffee shop every week because I, again, get into very regimented routines where I'll just go to the same coffee shop every single day, every single week. And yes, I definitely have my favorite coffee shop and that's why I'm going to continue to go there. But also it's really fun to try new places or taking a different route to work if you drive to work. Or like for me, I go on walks almost every single day, mixing up my route of where I walk. It's easy for me to just kind of take the same route over and over and over again. But just once a week, maybe I'll go to a different park or I'll just go somewhere completely new, walk in the opposite direction of where I would normally go. Maybe doing something small, like listening to some new music I love Spotify. I've been using it for like 13, no, not 13 years, over a decade. Anyway, each week, Spotify will recommend new music to me based on things that I have liked in the past and what I'm currently listening to. And so I make it a point to listen to the music they recommend for me every single week. They basically, if you have Spotify, you know, they basically create you a custom mixtape every single week. And so I will listen to that mixtape every single week. And sometimes none of it will really be music that I love and I move on. And other times I will discover songs and be like, oh my God, I love this song. And I'll like it and I'll add it to my current list of favorites. So just that feeling of discovering something new, or it could be as simple as eating breakfast for dinner. If you never eat breakfast for dinner, oh my gosh, 
gotta do it. It's just something about eating breakfast for dinner is just so fun. It kind of gives you this like, or at least for me, it kind of gives me this like childlike feeling of like, oh my God, we're having pancakes for dinner. Like it's just doing something new or, uh, you know, trying a new recipe. It could be something as little as, as that. If you're used to doing the same meals every week, maybe just try one new recipe that week and see how that goes. But creating that sort of sense of adventure by mixing it up or doing something new every week can be so fulfilling and so satisfying. A part of my ultimate dream life involves just tons of travel and tons of adventure, but I don't have to wait to start doing those things. For me, I always used to be like, well, I, I can't do lots of travel right now, so I guess I can't have that sense of adventure. And no, that is not accurate at all. I can start feeling that sense of adventure and excitement by just finding little ways to mix it up. It doesn't have to be this big vacation that you have to plan tons of time and, you know, resources to make happen. It's like find little ways to have that sense of adventure every single week in your daily life. I think that's one of the reasons why I love travel is because you're experiencing new things. You're seeing a new place. You're going to a new restaurant. You're maybe seeing a completely different culture. It's about experiencing new and different things. And it doesn't have to be this big, big deal. There are little things that you can do every single day just by mixing it up. So that is number five. And that is one thing that I've been doing that is just, I, it is so fulfilling. I absolutely love it. Just making little tweaks and changes, you know, to your daily routine to try something new. Oh, so satisfying. And then the sixth thing that you can do to ah, live a more fulfilling life is to get off social media and do something that brings you joy instead. This one is so big and also, well, I'm not going to say easy to do if it is a complete habit to get on social media. <laughs> like if your habit is to pick up your phone and scroll, it might be a second to uh, adopt the habit of resisting that. But this makes a huge difference. If you look at how much time you spend on social media and most phones, I know for the iPhone at least, it'll tell you how much time you spend on your phone, how much screen time every day, how much time you spend on each app. If you look in there and you're seeing more than like, you're spending more than like 10 minutes a day, ask yourself, hmm, is this the best use of my time? Better yet, do I feel better when I'm done on social media or do I feel worse? And that was really a big thing for me. I don't scroll social media anymore for the most part. I'm very, very, very limited on how much time I spend on it because I realized several years ago, I mean, not only was I spending a ton of time just scrolling social media, but it always left me feeling worse. Almost always, I felt worse than when I started. I would get off my phone and be like, man, I feel like I just wasted 30 minutes. Man, I feel more just, ugh, you know? I don't feel great. And so I made an intentional effort to really 
avoid the compulsion to pick up my phone. It is a literal compulsion that we develop. <laughs> People have created social media very strategically to make it very addicting. Then our brains get addicted to it. We get addicted to that immediate hit. We want the distraction. We want it now. But if you can start to do associate one thing that you could do that brings you joy, like pick one thing that brings you joy that is easy for you to do and start to do that anytime you're tempted to pick up your phone and scroll. So like if you love reading, next time you're tempted to pick up your phone and scroll, why not read your favorite book instead for 15 minutes? Or why not just go on a walk instead? Why not spend, you know, five minutes really just loving on your pet or playing with your kid or connecting with your partner or taking a bath or cooking yourself a nice meal or drawing or dancing or singing? Whatever it is that brings you joy, get off social media and do something that brings you joy instead. So this one has been life-changing for me. I spend probably no more than five minutes scrolling on social media, and I have also been very intentional about who I follow. So if there are any accounts that I don't enjoy that leave me feeling worse than <laughs> before I look at them, I unfollow them. I'm very, very uh, careful about who I follow. Are these people people who inspire me? Do I enjoy their content? Is it uplifting? Does it add value to my life in some way? If the answer is no, they got to go. <laughs> and, and on top of that, being really careful with how much time I spend on it, realizing that, you know, so many of us spend too much of our lives looking at other people's lives instead of living our own. So this is a very simple yet powerful tweak that you could try this week. Every time you're tempted to reach for your phone and scroll, do something that brings you joy instead. Pull from one of the things that maybe you wrote down in one of the other steps that we've done here. Make a list of little things that bring you joy and just pick something from the list and do it. And then watch how your life will begin to transform. So those are six things. We are going to be talking about way more things in future episodes because I have a list of like a million things, but I didn't want this episode to be... <laughs> you know, hours and hours long. And I also didn't want it to be overwhelming. So I hope you try one of these things. Let me know, you know, send me a message over on Instagram. I love hearing from you. Let me know which one of these you're going to try. You can find me at design your dream year. And also if you would like more in depth, step-by-step -step help with intentionally creating your most fun, fulfilling, abundant year yet, then be sure to check out my Design Your Dream Vision workshop because that is exactly what it is all about. That is my powerful five-day workshop where you're going to get crystal clear on what you would like your life to look and feel like. You're going to get crystal clear on your values, what goals you want to manifest over the next 12 months. We're talking goals that you are actually genuinely excited about and you're going to get a customized step-by-step -step roadmap for exactly how to manifest those goals as quickly and easily as possible and so much more. So you can check out the Design Your Dream Vision workshop over on my website. Just go to designyourdreamyear.com forward slash 
vision. Um, you could also just go to my website, designyourdreamyear.com. You will find it very, very easily. Or I will also put the link for it below in the show notes. All right, my friend, that is all I have for you today. Remember to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. That way you get notified each and every time a new episode comes out. And if you enjoy the show, please do me a solid rate and review the show. It helps me out more than words can say. When you take two seconds to just tap the rate button, hit the stars, hopefully five stars if you like it, by just taking just two seconds to do that, it really helps my show up because that is what signals to the algorithm to actually show my show to other people. And the more people who hear this show, the more I can hopefully help positively impact their lives. And if you want to take it a step further, feel free to actually write a review, one to two sentences of why you enjoy this show. I absolutely love reading those. They totally make my day. I have screenshots of them. So when I'm having a low day, I open up that folder full of screenshots and I'm like, yo, this is what I'm here for. This is knowing that I help to brighten someone's day or life in some way. Just, oh, totally makes everything, everything worth it. So that is all my friend. Thank you for listening. And remember every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You're a freaking powerful creator. So go get out there, live your best life, and I will see you in the next episode.